A young girl plays on the seaside. The sands are shimmering. The sky is clear. It's a blue dome of sunshine. This is her annual pilgrimage to something more tropical than the rolling green Appalachian foothills of her Kentucky home. Here at this Florida beach, she communes with the sea. She screams at the waves, Hello, Father Poseidon! I am a mermaid trapped in human form. Hello, my sisters. The little girl gets swallowed and rolled like a coin in a washing machine for her efforts. But she's still grateful at the end of the day. Eating her sand-encrusted snacks, feeling the layer of salt and ocean air, she hopes that they never wash out. This young woman you hear now, she is that girl now grown, sitting on the opposite end of the earth, mere minutes from beaches and strong oceanic familiars that could roll and toss and turn. Perhaps return. Perhaps not. As it turns out, I never returned from Aotearoa, New Zealand, when I ventured forth in 2006. As it turned out, I never stopped believing the waters hold my bloodline. As it turned out, I never stopped singing out to the waves. This time they're airwaves, and I'm calling out to you. Hello, <laughs> I'm here. I've been listening and communing this whole time. The winds have carried us to this moment in time where you are right now. Wherever that is, I welcome you for your inspirational pull and the time you're taking to be with me. So I've had the itch to podcast for a while but not the confidence. <laughs> um, back in 2016, I was interviewed by a friend, Dylan Martin, on his podcast, and it felt so good. Uh, but I didn't know how to focus or prioritize a project of my own, and I felt conflicted as well. As life's timing would have it, uh, another friend, Yishidawa, was at the same time researching a personality framework called the Enneagrams. And I did the test and I, it revealed that I was a two, a giver. Um, and according to my symptoms, I was way out of balance. I was getting resentful and drained from overhelping. So I started to course correct, for lack of a better word, slowly, over time, building up a curriculum of ways that I could step into myself, be more embodied and get my head on straight before delving into other people's needs. My wing or the other dominant Enneagram personality that I have is the three, the achiever. So that's all about wanting to be seen and be valued. <laughs> oh, so... That's a big part of what motivates me. <laughs> Do you have that too? That thing, that part of you that wants to make a mark, so wildflowers everywhere, make something beautiful that outlasts you? Well, speaking of, um, this Dylan and Yishi era also marked a huge life stage for me because I became a mother. Um, I gave birth and I've been trying to crack the codes of being the best parent I could be. In fact, I read The Conscious Parent, written by Shafali Zarbury, really forced me 
to look at what I was putting out there and what was going on internally. I've made massive improvements or changes, um, evolutions to how I self-regulate and, and how I look after this little soul that needs me more than anyone's ever needed me. So in 2017, I started a corporate job and that really gave back to me. And one of those gifts was giving me an opportunity to lead and participate in things that I've always wanted to do. I joined a Kapahaka group. I enrolled in Te Reo Māori course, and I started to speak the native language of this land, this place that I've been living on for over a decade. Things started to plonk into place, and I felt myself becoming braver and, and more focused. And I promised myself to continue down this path of learning and being brave. And I started to take more seriously and and talk more seriously about doing the things that I'd always dreamed of. And one of those conversations, one of those pivotal people in my life um, is Pixie, uh, my best friend from art school. Now, she and I talked about making a podcast together to capture on air the magic that we weave when we're together. Now, by together, I mean over the phone because we have spent more years living on the other side of the earth from each other than we have in the same room. (laughs) Uh, But what we do is defy space and time. The level of connection and communion that we do is just incredible. And I'm really excited um, to kind of use this show as a precursor to our collaborative show to be released sometime this year. I was just so desperate to start recording this aching dream of mine coming to life. It feels so clear. Uh, I just want to test out the waters with this, and I'm excited to explore with you, dear listener. So for now, I'll be investigating moments, themes, and people that move me. I'm going to explore topics like sexuality and the erotic because it's so nuanced and complex and mysterious and a complementary topic around radical self-love um, which you know I think can really offer so much to the hypercritical um, this this change that we're seeing with self-acceptance I've shifted from repressing strong emotions to using them as fuel for creativity and healing. Mm. Also, let me speak to the fact that I'm recording this in 2022. There's a special tone in the era that we are in. I don't want to over-explain this, but I need to acknowledge that losing millions of lives in the last few years, that's massive. It's so... Spooky to think that everything we do right now, even if it's not directly referenced, is informed by the reckoning of human-engineered imbalance that's going on. You know? Just know, this mini-series has been shaped in some way by the existential challenges of our times. I wouldn't call my observations anything but that, my musings on society as I see it, and how my guests see it, right? The interviews. I'm calling them ooh-ooh interview because it's cute and it's playful. Um, 
But mark my words, I have mapped out a pretty extensive system here. And I'm eager to let that journey, um, that interplay emerge. Obviously, I'm gonna, I've picked people that I have chemistry with. You know, chemistry is something I know a lot about for whatever reason. It's like a heady brew in my cauldron pot. And I can stir and stir and weave into how I relate with others. Isn't that fascinating? Do you do that? Do you watch or participate in connections, this dance, this interplay with two or more sources merging and becoming something more amazing than than anything that could have been done singularly? And I love the challenges that we create before each other and you bring out something so potent. Mm. I'm really excited to show you all this. But for now, I'm ready to close out. And I will just say, again, thank you. Thank you to Bjorn for producing this show and for guiding me with all the tech and structure that this requires. <laughs> thank you for to myself <laughs> for fucking going for it. Oh, and thank you. Thank you, beautiful spirits, animals, plants waters and winds of this world that guide and sustain us. Thank you to that spark of creative fire that can be passed from me to you, to her, to him, to them, to you, to you. This has been a treat. <laughs> and I will say now and I'll say for each episode, I will see you again on another episode of The Rudo Love Podcast.